Two small town girls living in a big city, chasing even bigger dreams. Meet your hosts, Kylie Benami and Sophie Longford. These two high fashion models have discovered that life outside of their hometowns isn't so simple. Talking all things fashion, wellness, fitness, and all of the messy things in between. Welcome to the Not So Simple Life. I love it. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to our podcast. On this episode, Sophie and I are going to be talking to you all about our daily routines and what we like to do to take care of ourselves. We'll be sharing with you all of the insights into our morning, workout, and skincare routines, and a few more little things that we want to talk about. So let's get into it. Hello, thanks for tuning in again. Sophie and I decided that we wanted to do an episode without a guest and figured every once in a while her and I would do an episode like this just to kind of mix it up and give us a little bit more time to speak on the things that we know about. Because obviously when we have a guest on, we want to hear from the guest. It's not about us. It's about the guests and the things they want to share with us. So that's what we're doing today. Yeah, we have a lot of things we want to address. And one of those things is our morning routines. And I know Kylie has a pretty good one. So let's hear all about that. So unlike Sophie, I'm like a really big morning person. I'm like rise and shine, pop out of bed, like fresh as a daisy. I'm like the type who gets a little grumpy towards the end of the night. But in the morning, I'm like, good morning, world. I like hear the birds singing like... What is it? Who is it? Snow White? Snow White has all the animals. Like I'm like that on holiday, but only on holiday. Oh, geez. You have so many sad mornings then. Well, I'm fine if I get enough sleep, then I'm a happy morning person. 10 hours minimum. 10 hours minimum. Oh my God, I'm fascinated by that. I just took this test recently, which is all about our sleep patterns. And you take a quiz. It's Dr. Michael Bruce, and he tells you what animal you relate to and what your sleeping patterns are. And for me, I only need about six to seven hours of sleep. They say I'm a bear and they say my best productivity in the day is from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And it's so spot on. It's like, you know, I wake up, I I do my workout, I'm ready to work. And then come early afternoon, I'm like queen of like the afternoon slump. I'm like, I'd be a koala bear. They sleep like 20 hours a day. That's me. <laughs> You'd be the sloth. Yeah, I am the sloth. You sleep all day. <laughs> my friends call me a sloth. Morning. <laughs> Definitely keep that in there. Um, <laughs> so, morning routine. I am also such a creature of habit. You guys will learn that about me on here. But basically, every morning I wake up, I go straight to my medicine cabinet in the bathroom, I brush my teeth, and I put a face mist on. I lately have been using this rose face mist by Cora Organics. I just feel like I wake up and I'm so dry in the morning. I'm dehydrated. So I like spray an obnoxious amount of face mist on my face to hopefully wake me up a little bit and then brush my teeth and go downstairs. So before anything, I chug a liter of water. It's taken me a long time to get to this point. I used to be really horrible about drinking water. But once I started drinking more water, it changed my life. So I literally start my morning with this big liter of water and I just recently started adding these hydrogen tablets to my water in the morning. So they're from Quicksilver Scientific. 
They are called H2 Elite tablets. And basically, it's just adding extra hydrogen molecules to your water. So it's and it's nice because it's not like these other packets where what is it IV liquid or something where you get the extra hydration, but you're also like drinking all this sugar and it's super sweet. It's like basically just little bubbles. So you drop it in there and maybe it makes the water taste a little bit like sparkling, but it's so good for you just to replenish yourself in the morning because you dehydrate all night long. And I do this before anything else. This is why she has such good skin. I, honestly, it's it's a game changer. Drinking water I used to never do it. And I used to have headaches and my digestion was not normal. I just had all these issues. And my boyfriend was like, Kylie, you literally don't drink water. So I started chugging a liter in the morning and a liter at night. And then also in the middle of the day as much as I can. And it's changed everything for me. I need to definitely learn how to do that though. Because I find it, I actually find it hard to drink water. I know I should do it so much more. But especially in the morning, if I wake up and I have an empty stomach and I try to chug loads of water, it like actually hurts. So how did you learn how to cope? with that. I just think you got to get used to it because you do feel like so full but also in the morning you are getting your system going again so to put all that water in you like you're gonna pee hopefully you go to the bathroom like you know like you're just getting your system going so Mm -hmm. you got to get used to it and just kind of do it it's like uncomfortable sometimes for sure but I feel like I'm so used to it now Mm -hmm. and also I think having a water bottle so I use like either my Lark bottle because it's big or I use just a full-size liter mountain valley bottle and when you have a full water bottle to look at like that's your goal you know you got to finish it whereas just like having a cup of water you just have to keep sipping on the water you know like I have like a big bottle and I'm like I am not doing anything and I am not allowed to have my coffee until I finish this water yeah I don't have such a solid routine as you do but I mean coffee is definitely a part of my morning at the moment especially during this pandemic I'm always waking up super tired even after my 10 hours of sleep so I'll wake up always have my morning morning coffee with oat milk which is always delightful yeah I mean the water is just like the first part of my routine and the face mist and all of that but I think the next part is really important for me I make myself a oat milk latte as well I used to just drink my coffee black but I found that I'm able to drink less coffee when I add the oat milk and it's fine like I I get going just as much with just a little bit of coffee, whereas a whole cup of coffee like would just get me so jittery. Better for your teeth too. I know. I know. And I wish I never started drinking coffee because now I'm such an addict. But yeah, I do a French press with bulletproof coffee grounds and I just add a dash of frothed oat milk. I use Oatly. It's my favorite. And I use that to make myself a little latte after my water. And I always try and sit outside depending on where I am because I think it's important to get vitamin D in the morning to wake you up. And if I'm stuck in the city, I'll try and like sit in the window and just like get some sunlight on my face. And that's my morning routine. It's like never fails. Same thing every morning. Also, I have to take care of Harlow, my dog, and like feed her all morning. But that is not about me. That is all about her. She (laughs) takes me away from my morning routine. But every morning, no matter what, no matter where I'm at in the world, I try and do this exact same thing. And it it like aligns me in the morning, like gets me ready for my day. You know, it's just something I have Mm -hmm. to do every morning. Yeah, I I think it's important to have a good morning routine. I need to work on mine. I mean, I have my coffee nailed and 
Also, my skincare is pretty consistent. So for me, I mean, I've discovered that for my skin, the more simple I keep the routine, the better. I've experimented with so many products and I've tried all different kinds of things from creams, serums, cleansers, etc. And I think it just gets too much for your skin sometimes. And especially for someone like mm-hmm. me who has super sensitive skin. I mean, I think the more basic you keep it, the better because your skin is so delicate. Do you have more of like an oily skin type or a dry? I definitely have combination skin like I really suffer from dry skin and I get eczema on my face which is like a big issue for me but then I also can get really oily but it also depends on what products I use like if I start changing up my routine too often my skin like freaks out and like some parts will be dry some parts will be oily and so I've really got to keep mm-hmm. it simple because your skin has its acid mantle which is there to protect your skin and what it is it's a very fine slightly acidic film on the surface of the skin which acts as a barrier to like bacteria and viruses and other potential contaminants that might penetrate your skin and when you're over cleansing or putting too many acids or peels on there you're going to break that down and you're going to take away your skin's natural protection and I think Mm -hmm. I've done that quite a lot because I've I was like desperate to try and fix my skin so I tried all these harsh treatments and it's taking a long time to like try and repair that damage and so now I need skincare products to like put all that Mm -hmm. back into my skin and so keep it simple in the morning I'll just gently cleanse I don't even use a product in the morning I'll just splash my face with water because it's not like you have makeup on there's not much to clean it's just like to get rid of the excess oil as long as you're sleeping on clean pillowcases though because if your pillowcases are not washed at least once a week you may not be realizing it but you're definitely harming your skin a little bit like that's gross mm-hmm. your face is on that all night yeah exactly it's not nice keep your pillows clean people and then i like to use like a, a vitamin c serum in the morning because it protects your skin from like any pollutants and makes you look nice mm-hmm. and bright and right now i'm using one by drunk elephant which is super nice i use a vitamin c serum too but mine is skinceuticals ce ferulic it's really nice too. oh i've had that one's really good i want to try that one too but then if my skin is extra dry which it always is in the winter i'll apply a moisturizer before my makeup but the most important thing is definitely an SPF. I can't stress how important it is. If you don't want to get wrinkles or age lines, start using SPF now every single day yeah. and you will be so grateful you did. Like I always buy a foundation that either has like SPF 20 or 30 so that I feel mm-hmm. like I'm actually protected from the sun. Yeah, no, SPF I've learned is so important. I was like the type of kid growing up who always spent time outside all day long if it was up to me and even as like a teenager, my whole family like loves being tan my mom would be like Kylie you're looking a little pale I think you need to go outside and get some sun so I would literally go out oiled up and just roast myself in the sun and thank God for modeling and us not being able to be that tan most of the time because it's gonna save my skin and Mm -hmm. SPF is definitely a big part of my routine too I've been using glow screen by Supergoop. it's like gives you a nice dewy glow too but the most important part of SPF that someone told me recently is that don't just put it on your face of course like full body if you're out in the sun and in a bikini but you need to get your face your neck and your hands because those are parts of us that are in the sun almost all day long so it's like if I just put SPF on my face for the next 30 years, my neck is going to be a little bit more saggy than my face is. And same with our hands. Yeah. You don't want wrinkly hands. And your neck and your chest are going to be one of the things that ages first. So 
you got to take care mm-hmm. of that. I've burnt my chest so bad when I was 14 and I can still see all of the sun damage from that. And so I'm definitely going to take care of my face now and lather up that SPF. I really want to go in one of those machines where machines, I don't know what it is, but I really want to go into one of those things where it shows you like the age of your skin. It's like with the black lights and the blue lights and it oh shows God. you like all oh, your sun damage. It's like something that I'd probably cringe at and hate, but I think Mm. it's important to be like, no, Kylie, you're not doing good enough. Do more. Stay out of the sun more. I mean, it probably motivate me to like take it more seriously and like not even go out in the sun. But I know it's sad. Everyone looks better with a tan, right? But just fake the tan. Just fake the tan. I don't do spray tans, but I do love um, a foundation that's one shade darker to help Mm -hmm. me out a little bit. A little bit of bronzer. (laughs) But for me, my morning skincare routine is somewhat similar, but I do a little bit more. So like Sophie said, she deals with dry skin. I never deal with oily skin, but I definitely deal with dry skin. So my routine is a little bit more extensive, but it's all about moisture for me. So I do a face mist and then I do a vitamin C serum from SkinCeuticals. I do a hyaluronic serum from The Ordinary and I have got a lot of facials in my time and Every single facialist esthetician always says hyaluronic serum is so important. So you can get it from Sephora for $8 at The Ordinary. Just put that thing on your face. Like it's a quick little easy serum. It's nice and light. I do that and then I I mix up my moisturizers. I actually do like to bounce around. I feel like my skin does okay trying new products. But lately I've been using Augustinus Badere the Rich Cream on my face and it's really thick. So if you have oily skin type, I don't recommend it. But if you have dry skin type, it's been so amazing. It gives you such a nice dewy glow. And then I mess around with lip balms too. I love this one called Image Ormetic. It's like really thick and it's a nice little balmy option. But um, yeah, and then of course I wash my face in the shower. I hate washing my face in a sink. I'll use Bioderma, my cellar water to take off my makeup. But I, there's nothing I hate more than washing my face in a sink and having... I'm just messy. I think everyone is, but I hate when like the water's going down my forearms and I'm like, and your sleeves get wet. Yeah. I'm like, my eyes are half closed with soap in my eye and I'm trying to find the towel and I get the whole wall wet. I'm just like, oh no. Like if I need to wash my face that bad, I will hop in the shower. Like I'll do the whole thing. I probably have water damage all over my bathroom from like maybe just a few weeks of trying to wash my face in the sink when I was like, all right, done. No more of that, Kylie. Yeah, it does suck. But what do you do for, do you have a different nighttime routine or do you keep it the same? Yeah, I think nighttime is always a bit more complex. I will use a a really good cleanser in the evening because I will have all the dirt from the day and also all the makeup that I've had on. And so you got to properly cleanse at night and make sure all that makeup is off before you start using any other products. Otherwise, they're not going to be able to penetrate your skin and it's a complete waste. So mm-hmm. I'll do that. I'll take all my makeup off and then I will use a glycolic night serum from Drunk Elephant and that will increase my cell turnover and it's supposed to be super good for anti-aging and for like getting rid of acne scars or anything. And then after I've done that, about 10 minutes after, I'll put a facial oil on. Right now I'm going to use marula oil, which is super nice. Um, I said in a previous episode, just trial and error with oils. Some will make you break out somewhere and you just got to like find the one that's right for you. I did try retinol for a little bit, but as someone who suffers from eczema, that did not agree with my skin at all. It dried me out so mm-hmm. bad and caused a major flare up. But if you don't have sensitive skin, retinol is really amazing. It's going to like reduce those age lines. But for me, glycolic acid is just a bit more gentle. So I prefer to use that. I'm trying to get into retinol too, because they say on top of SPF, that's one of the best anti-aging products that you can use on your skin. 
So I've been trying to get into it as well. But having dry skin like you, you have to be so careful with it. And also you have to be careful going in the sun when you have retinol on. It's Mm -hmm. only something to use at night. So I actually have been playing around with this product by Peter Roth Thomas. It's I don't remember if it's a serum or an oil, but it definitely I think it's more on the oil side, but it has retinol in it and it's been okay. It's definitely gentle. It's not like a real strong dosage of it, but I'm Mm -hmm. thinking like, all right, it hasn't dried my skin out yet. Like if I can just put a little bit of retinol on my skin, like something's better than nothing. But like Sophie said, with oils and I think all things skincare, you just have to do some trial and error and use what works for you. Yeah, I mean, my retinol was prescribed, so it was probably like the strongest one you could get, which was such a mistake. I don't know why my dermatologist gave me that because it was so bad for me. My skin hated it. But also on the topic of eczema, I stay away from anything that has fragrance in it because my skin hates fragrance. And that's why I like Drunk Elephant actually, because there's no fragrance or perfumes in their products, which is why it's so perfect for me. And that's pretty much it, to be honest. So for me, my nighttime skincare routine isn't too different. For me, it's the cleansing part of it that's different. So I'll take off my makeup, like I said, with the Bioderma micellar water and just a cotton pad. And then I'll hop in the shower and I will wash my face with one of two face washes. I've actually been really into Kiehl's lately. I like Kiehl's. Only problem with Kiehl's is that it's not cruelty-free, which put me off. Oh, I didn't know that. And I don't like that either. But their products are good. But I mean... They are really good, simple products at like a nice price range. But um, oh God, I'm like super conflicted now. I'm like, mm. I know I really was disappointed by that because they're so good. But ugh. but they basically have two face washes that I really like. One of them is just the ultra facial cleanser. And it's really nice and smooth and simple. And it lathers so nicely. I love that so much when you put a face mm. wash on. It just spreads so nicely on your face. So that's what I use one night because I think it's just simple, gets the job done. And then the next night I've been using their Rare Earth Pore Cleanser, I think they call it. Oh, from Kiehl's? Yeah, it has this really nice grain to it that's really good for exfoliation. So I don't like to do that every night because, again, I'm going to be counteracting all my products and drying my skin out. But for every other night, I think it's really good, especially in the summer, because obviously we've been wearing masks and sweating a little bit more. And so it's been good. But I do that. And then when I get out of the shower, I guess you could say I'm doing a little triple cleanse situation. Because after the shower, I use this product. I'm going to butcher the name, but here we go. Biologic Recherche. Recherche. I don't know. I don't do this French accent stuff very well. I, I just, every time I go in and someone talks about the product, they're like, and I'm like, but um, mm-hmm. I can't say that. So anyways, I use their product called Light, L-A-I-T-V-I-P-O-2. And it's like a little cleansing milk. It's really nice and thick. And I feel like it just brightens the skin with all of the oxygenated products that they put inside of it so I Mm -hmm. use that with a cotton pad and I just let that soak in it's really like super light and then I get into another product from them called p50 lotion I am sure so many people have heard about it don't let the word lotion throw you off it is a toner and it's got glycolic in it as well just like Sophie's but oh my god it really 
change the texture of my skin. It really tightens the surface of your skin. It's a chemical exfoliator. So it gets deep into like those nose pores and like anywhere that like maybe you might have like more greasy skin or more like clogged areas. It really gets into that spot. But then the only thing for anyone with dry skin, if you use this product, you have to use your moisturizing products after. So you have to use your vitamin C serum, your hyaluronic serum, a good thick moisturizer and a good face mist after. So that's my nighttime skincare routine. I just add an extra cleansing portion and then I do an exfoliant and every once in a while I'll try that retinol oil on my face just to give myself a a little bit of anti-aging boost but Mm -hmm. yeah we both have super different skin as well so like our routines are completely different which is what everyone needs to take into account like you have to find out what works for you and go with that like I'm still trying to find a moisturizer that's good for me I still can't find one that I love because it either irritates me or it clogs me up my cupboard's full of literally about 60 products and I probably use about two of them yeah same but I do love to bounce around though and I know that's not for everybody but I do like to mix up my products and change it up but if you guys ever have any like skincare questions definitely reach out on our instagram because if i haven't tried a product i'm sure sophie's tried it and vice versa yeah and i'm actually an accredited skincare consultant now so if you do have any questions throw them my way and i'll answer anything you want to know but yeah now you've got the lowdown on our skincare routines let's tell them a little bit about how we stay in shape i'm sure so many of you have gone through this awkward transition during quarantine or you don't know what to do with your workouts or maybe you have more time on your hands to eat junk food or maybe you don't get to go to classes anymore which was a huge thing for me I was such a class junkie I loved Pilates classes I loved a Barry's boot camp every once in a blue I loved a soul cycle and then all of a sudden one day COVID happened and all of my classes were canceled. I was devastated. I didn't think I'd make it through quarantine without doubling in size, but we've slowly figured it out and we've actually leaned on each other a lot, you know, like taking each other's tips. But yeah, we should talk about it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I was into my classes a lot. I loved my rumble training classes, which was like more cardio. And I was pretty lost with that. I was like so unmotivated. I was like, I can't work out at home. Like I need someone around me, like telling me what to do. But I think after some time, I just kind of realized like we're stuck in this for a while. And I was like, hey, YouTube's my new best friend. So I would get on YouTube, go down to the pool and start doing Pilates or yoga. And I started realizing like, this is fine. This is great. And I actually got in probably the best shape of my life during quarantine because I became obsessed with these YouTube workouts. And I found yoga really worked for me. It really helped like my mindset and everything and got me super toned. Yeah, I definitely love working out at home now. Like even if classes were open again, I think I would still go do a Pilates class once or twice a week. But I'm just like loving a home workout now and the important thing about that is figuring out like what kind of workouts you want to do and what kind of workouts are going to work for your body in particular but I've been doing some YouTube workouts too and for me anything low impact is what tones up my body the best Mm -hmm. and Pilates has seriously changed my life so I've been doing some Pilates workouts on YouTube. I've been downloading Melissa Wood Health, the Sculpt Society. 
The class by Taryn Toomey is incredible if you haven't done that before. It's a cathartic experience, they say. So it's a whole mind-body workout. You feel so much lighter mentally after the class. So that's something that I've been doing like once a week, just like less about my body, more just about moving the energy in my body and like feeling good after. So that's been a good one for me. But I think it's important to stick to what you know in working out, but also mix it up from time to time. Like your body will plateau if you do the same workout all the time. And also it gets boring. What I have found difficult though is doing any workouts that are longer than 30 minutes. In the classes that we were doing before the whole lockdown, it was always at least like an hour or like 45 minutes. But when I'm working out by myself at home, I'm just like, I cannot get myself to do more than like 30 minutes. I mean, maybe on a good day where I've had like excessive amounts of coffee, I can push it and do like 45. But I don't, mm-hmm. I've realized with my body, I don't actually need to do more than like 30 minutes every day or every other day because like my body was doing really well with it. And I think for me, diet is so much more important and it makes the biggest difference. Like I changed my diet around in quarantine and I could see the differences like straight away. And the working out 30 minutes was just like helping me tone up and get those like muscles defined and lean. But I didn't do any more. That's why I like Melissa Wood Health actually because her workouts are always like 20 minutes around. And so I don't feel put off by doing it. Like if I go to work out and I'm like, oh, this is going to take me an hour. I'm like, I don't know if I can be asked. But if it's 20 minutes, I'm like, I have no excuse. Yeah, you have to find a good relationship between diet and fitness because if you can't balance those out it's just not going to work if you are not eating enough in a day like sure your workouts are going to be shit if you're working out way too hard every single day like of course you're going to have no energy and like want to eat more food like food is energy and if you're exhausted because you're doing high intensity interval training seven days a week for an hour long. Like, yeah, of course you're going to have a hard time, like keeping a balanced diet. Like you've got to find what it is for your body that keeps you balanced because working out can be so great for you, but it can also be harmful if you overdo it. But yeah, for me, I recommend Pilates for anyone hanging out at home because you can tone right up. It's low intensity, so it's easy on your body and your joints and It's something you can do just a little bit every single day on your floor, no props. Yeah. And if you want some more fitness or like workout advice, we just did an amazing interview with John Benton and he trains so many top models and like beauty pageant girls and he gets them looking incredible. So listen to that interview. He'll tell you about how you can like get that model physique, Victoria's Secret body. And he has some amazing tips on there. And that's, he recommends Pilates, yoga, all that stuff. And his training sessions are amazing. Yeah, it's a really good episode. You guys got to get on there and listen to that. But Mm -hmm. also I wanted Sophie to talk about her mindfulness routine that she does because I used to try and do some guided meditations every day and I was doing good with it for a while, but I didn't keep with it. So Sophie has been sticking with it and I want to hear a little bit about that because I think all of us could learn to be a bit more mindful. (laughs) Yeah, a few little tips on how to be happy. Who doesn't need that? So I tried meditation before in the past and I just sucked at it. Like I thought way too much and I was just like, why do people do this? I can't, I can't concentrate. My mind's just thinking about all the negative things because like there's nothing else to do, but figured out how to do it. I put on some meditation music and it's, it's actually a really good thing to do after yoga. That's how I actually started learning how 
to do meditation. It was after I did my yoga practice, even if it was like 10 minutes of yoga, 10 minutes of meditation, I would sit there and you just turn off, focus on your breathing. And afterwards you just feel like so lifted. I don't know what it is, but it really changed how you feel. And so if you're ever feeling super stressed out, go and sit somewhere quiet, put on some meditation music and just like, don't think of anything. Do you meditate once a day? Do you only meditate when you need it? Is it like at a certain time every day? When do you do your meditation? So I, I do find it hard to do every day. I have to kind of be in the right zone to want to do it. Like when I was in Saint-Tropez over lockdown, I was doing it every day because like I could go and sit and watch the sunset and it was so beautiful and it was like the perfect setting. If I feel like everything's just getting too much, I'll make sure I go and do it. I feel like you, you do it when you need to do it. So you don't have to like do it every day, but just when it feels right. I was doing these guided meditations on this website called To Be Magnetic and they're really nice. So like... If I do feel like I need a grounding moment and I need to take a little breather, I do enjoy hers. She has like a really nice voice and the way she explains it is really beautiful, how she guides you through the whole thing. But meditation can be really hard and really intimidating. And like you said, like hard to not think about the negative things. I, I totally get that. But it's good to hear that you had those problems too. And like now you have this big appreciation for it because for some people like me, meditation is so intimidating. Yeah, I hated it at the beginning. But it's like, it's like everything. You got to keep trying and it'll come to you. Well, I mentioned that class by Taryn Toomey. I think that's like a moving meditation. They do a really good job about making you focus on your thoughts and the things that are passing through your mind each time you're doing their workouts. So if you want to get into meditation and don't want to sit still and like do the proper like calming, empty mind situation, try those classes because like I said, it's a good moving meditation. Mm -hmm. But you know what I find even more powerful than meditation, which isn't for everyone because not everyone's as much of an animal lover as me. But if I want to be lifted and feel happy, all I got to do is cuddle something cute and fluffy. Like if I have animals around, I am instantly a happier person. So whether that's my dog or a little kitty or going to a petting zoo, I love petting zoos. Everyone thinks I sound so childish, but honestly, it's like my favorite day out. Oh my God. That's like the most Sophie thing you've ever said. I mean, cliche Sophie right there. <laughs> Loves the animals. She said it in our first episode and she'll mm -hmm. continue to say it. Biggest animal lover. Well, anyways, I hope you guys were able to pick up a few tips on this episode. I know I love listening to podcasts and I have my notes up and I write down the products and I write down the notes and hopefully you guys are able to pick up on a little bit of that today. You know what time it is. It's a Q&A time. So we have two questions that have been sent into our Instagram. So the first one we have is, I am interested in starting a podcast. How are you guys recording your podcast episodes remotely? Well, Sophie and I tried out a bunch of different recording platforms just to figure out which was the best. And for us, we found that Squadcast was really good and really nice and simple for the two of us since we're brand new podcasters. And it has video so that you can actually communicate better with people when you're doing it from far away. But it doesn't record the video yet. I think that's coming soon. But yeah, it's been great for us. The next question we have says, are you guys vegan? I wish I was. I've tried it before and I went vegan for like a month and I did I did get used to it, but like after a month of doing it, I found it really hard to maintain. And like I wish I could go vegan because I, 
obviously I'm so in love with animals and it hurts me to see what they do but I don't know maybe maybe I'll give it another shot and I can like maybe stick to it this time I am not vegan like Sophie said I wish I could be I love the animals too and I do try and do my best and not eat things that I don't have to eat so I try not to eat any pork just because I feel like that's one thing that I don't eat a ton of anyway so it's easier for me to cut out but I was raised in Texas and we barbecued in the backyard every single night. So I do love a good steak and it would be so hard for me to cut out meat, but I mostly eat fish for the most part. That's like a huge part of my diet. So I always tell people like I'm not fully pescatarian, but I eat so much fish and I try to not eat too much meat. But on the weekends, usually I'm like so excited to get a little filet or something, but Mm -hmm. Unfortunately not. I am not vegan, but I do my best and I can't give up steak quite yet, but hopefully someday. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to give us a little rating, subscribe, download if you enjoyed it. And we will be back next week with a brand new episode. And don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at the not so simple life podcast. And until then, we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you guys. Talk soon.